Hi, this is Tommy Mitchell of the Run Duo Podcast, and you're about to listen to the first of four podcasts put on by the founding members of The Race. And if you listen to The Run Duo, you know that myself as well as India Cook are huge supporters of The Race since the first day we heard about it. And when they asked us to host their podcast on our platform, we said yes right away. So sit back, listen, you're going to get some great information and be looking out for the future podcast from the race on the Run Duo platform. We are rolling. Guys, make sure see how I sound on the mic. If you're not like right in front of the mic, you won't sound like this. So do I Shanta, sound like you and Ralph are gonna have to Get close. You know, just make sure you're talking in the mic when you. When we do our intros. Just flip it around, I guess. All right, you ready? Let's go. All right. Welcome, everyone, to the Race Record Quarterly Podcast. You are being greeted today by the Race founding partners. We're going to all take a moment to introduce ourselves to you. Um, I will start. My name is Tess Sobo Meehan Marshall. I am one of the founding partners for the race. Uh, I'm a local race director here in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, avid runner myself, um, and just really proud to be a part of this race. I am, my role on the, the team is I am the race director, um, the, co- the community engagement uh, liaison, the uh, going out, looking for people to, to support, sponsor, and make this thing happen uh, the way that we deserve to have it happen. So I'm um, very excited to be here in the room with these awesome folks. So let's just go around to the right, I guess, here. <laughs> Hello, my name is Shantz McMillan. Um, <clears throat> I am the uh, assistant race director uh, for the race. Also, I do the timing and scoring. Um, I am a lover of running and all things fitness. Hi, I'm Ralph Lyons. I'm a longtime runner and uh, affiliated with the Southland Running Partners since 1998. I didn't discover I was a runner till I was in my 30s, and I've been an enthusiast ever since. And uh, it's uh, been a pleasure. A few years ago, we started having a summit from the Southland Running Partners and realized that the community of African-American runners was burgeoning, becoming huge. And we, from that, was the springboard for the race. So I've been an enthusiastic supporter once we Uh evolved the concept of the race. And I can't tell you how it's changed the lives of many. It certainly changed my life, and it's just a pleasure to be affiliated with it. Yeah. Hi, I'm uh, Darrell Patterson, another one of the founding partners. I started running in 2012, and running helped helped me a lot in my life. It I. I received a lot of benefits from running and uh, more importantly, the running community. So um, I think like everyone else in this room, we wanted to figure out a way to uh, expand that to other people, introduce um, our community to the sport of endurance running and introduce other endurance runners to our community. So I'm excited to be a part of the race and um, excited about everything we're doing. And I guess finally me, I am Booker Edwards, uh, one of the founding partners of the race. I am also a member of South Fulton Running Partners since 2014, something like that. I don't even remember. (laughs) Um, I just love to run. I'm not, people who know me know that I'm not uh, 
a racer per se. I don't care to pay for races except for the race. <laughs> Thank you, Booker. And uh, and I, it's a couple of, that I like to pay for. But uh, outside of that, I just enjoy running as kind of my um, therapy. My role here uh, with the race is um, Tessa's called me a jack of all trades, and I don't know exactly what that means. But I uh, assist with um, the technology, media, uh, and anything that she needs help with. So. Design consultant. Yeah. Okay. Great. I'll take that title too. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds Video, good. Videographer, audio Video, engineer, yep. all of that type of stuff. So happy to be here, and um, it's it's been more than I expected to be quite honest with you. It's, I'm loving how what has become of the race. So looking forward to the future. Awesome. Well, thank you guys uh, for being here today. Um, for those of you who are listening and are new to the race, maybe you just discovered the race within the last uh, few months. Um, and for those of you who have been down since day one, since we launched that Kickstarter campaign in 2017, uh, we just wanted to put this podcast together to give you kind of an audio um, insight into all the beautiful things that have come since we uh, first launched the race. Um, we are entering our third year. The race 2020 will be year three for the race. And we want to keep you kind of updated on the, the happenings. Um, we won't take too much time going into the history of the race because we feel like we've definitely documented that very well. If you have not visited the race website, you can go back and look at archives on the raceuc.com. You can check out how we got started um, through Kickstarter. You can check out the race 2018, our inaugural year, um, the legacy year. You can check out the race 2019 where we impacted and elevated um, to the next level. And then, of course, um, get in, in tune with everything we have going on this year. Um, and then we also have a beautiful video um, short film that was uh, put together um, called The Race, presented by the Unity Collective Movie. Um, you can find that on our YouTube channel um, and also linked on our website, Facebook. And you can find it somewhere. Mm -hmm. We'll put it in the, the show notes. Is that what that's called? That's, that's what yes, we'll put it, yeah. it in the show notes, the link in the show notes, and learn all about the race and how we got to where we are. Um, but the purpose of this podcast is just to give you racers insight on the evolution of the race from your founding partners. And this uh, group that you just heard introduce themselves, we are the founding partners. Um, but make no mistake, the race is definitely a for us, by us event. Um, we have a, a large community of runners and walkers and businesses and supporters and folks that just come out once a year uh, to run and walk with us that have made this race a possibility. Um, we want to, you know, definitely shout out the race team that helps um, we meet all throughout the year to plan all the intricacies of the race. And we've got an awesome race uh, plan for this year. So I'm going to kind of go into um, the basic outline for the race 2020. Um, so the, the kind of concept of the race, and you guys remember when we were planning this event, we talked about from day one that we wanted this to be more than just a, hey, come run a half marathon and then go home, right? Yep. So we talked about, like, what were some of the things that made the race experience or a race experience um, memorable? What made people want to travel from all over the country 
to participate in a race, right? So one of the first things is, was that it had to be a distance race, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, although our, we'll talk about our numbers soon, although our 5K, you know, it's growing by leaps and bounds, uh, we knew that, you know, most po- folks were going to take, hey, come into Atlanta, of all places, to run. It needed to be a, a, a distance race, and we felt like the half marathon was that distance that, you know, was challenging. Um, you know, we had a lot of fo- folks that used the race as their first time half marathon over the past two years. We've got a lot of folks using it this year. Um, so the, the, the half marathon is the feature event. That is the catalyst event for uh, the race. Um, but we added the 5K because we knew that there were people who would want to come, experience everything that the race had to offer. Um, maybe they weren't ready for that half marathon yet. But honestly, we have a lot of folks that are distance runners, but they just come, they just want to hang out, party, experience, everything mm-hmm. that's going on. And they say, you know what, I'm just going to do the 5K. Yeah. Um, and even in that first year, we had a lot of folks that were doing um, Berlin and Chicago, which basically sandwiched the race weekend, um, wanted to still be a part of what we were doing. So they opted for um, our 5K or even the half marathon as a um, either a cool down race if you were doing Berlin or your last uh, kind of effort run before Chicago. So um, the, the place that we put the race in the, the running calendar was purposeful. Um, we talked a lot about you know, where this race should fall in the race calendar and the fall, um, obviously being in Atlanta, weather-wise, that's perfect. Um, we didn't want to conflict with, with Boston. We didn't want to conflict with world majors. So that's how we ended on um, these uh, the first or second weekend in October, depending on uh, Chicago. So we always uh, are opposite weekend of Chicago in the first two weeks of October. So we, we open up the race weekend with our welcome night event on Thursday night. Uh, we are excited to uh, see that event continue to grow. I think the first year people didn't know what to expect. We, mm. we showed up. It was a party. Second year, a few more. But honestly, guys, I think we're going to have to, you know, keep an eye on our venue location yeah, <laughs> for year yeah. three because I think the word is out. Um, the first year we did kind of lightly say that it was a VIP night, but – Make no mistake, y'all, the Welcome Night event is a Welcome Night event. We know we got folks coming from all over the country, and we want to just be excited to, to welcome everyone to the race weekend. So that's going to be uh, opening night on October 1st. And then, of course, Friday, the Race Expo, an expo like no other. Um, we have our speaker series going on, our small business expo. Um, we're going to have the run duo back again to do a live podcast. I'm excited about that. Um, food entertainment. Um, and it's really just kind of a meet and greet. You know, this is where all racers are required to come and pick up their race packets, um, pick up their shirts, and then hopefully, you know, stick around for a few hours to hear some, some great, um, speaker topics, um, spend their dollar with black owned businesses, um, small corporate, um, the race store, um, and then, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, make their way back into the, um, to their hotels and continue to, you know, fellowship with friends and family. All right. I think it's worth noting, Tess, um, as you alluded to, the expo is an event yes. in and of itself. No one comes to the expo and picks up their bib and leaves. Yes. Everyone is going to stay. Um, it's an opportunity to learn. It's an opportunity to shop and meet and mingle uh, with the people that you're going to be running with. Yeah. So, like, what what do you guys, what has your experience been on Expo Day the last two years? I know, like, I'm running around doing a million things. Like, I don't even know if I see you guys. What are you guys doing on Expo Day? We're running around doing a half a million things. (laughs) (laughs) That's about right. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, I know, Darrell, you host at least one panel, right? Yeah. So, um, and I, I didn't mention this earlier, but part of my role here is to serve as the um, elite athlete liaison. Um, and what we talked about is um, trying to get, well, one, we want to bring out the entire community, but we also want to show all aspects of the community. So we want to highlight um, all of our runners from the fastest to the walkers to, to everyone in the middle. And so the elite athlete panel is a way for us to recognize and highlight um, some of the faster athletes within our community. Um, and it serves two purposes. One, it, it celebrates um, these well-deserved athletes. But on the other hand, it also serves as an inspiration mm -hmm. um, for us and for the next generation as a reminder of what we can do um, if we aspire to it. Nice. Yes. I think on uh, the Expo Day, this past year, I was responsible for helping with setup and um, the vendors coming in and getting their things inside and set up. But it, it always feels like... Um, less of an expo and more of a a good time family yes. reunion kind of thing when the people start coming in and hanging out and then the the vendors that are outside with the great food we have options for everybody i'm a vegetarian there are multiple options for people who don't eat meat there are options for people who do eat meat um you know and then there are panels and uh, speakers going on all day um there's music um it's just a, a really good time yeah my job is to enjoy the vibe. Yeah. I, I always tell Ralph, go schmooze. Job. Ralph but, uh, is schmoozing. Yeah, I, I, that's my job, to schmooze <laughs> and to meet people from all corners. And it's just wonderful to see people from 30 different states or 30 to 40 different states that we've had come in. So it's exciting. It's it's like uh, the, the best of the best uh, race expos I've been throughout uh, my running career, like uh, going to a, a major marathon. I mean, it's just it's even better because it's just for us and by us and we know that we're about not only just hanging out and learning things, but we have some other things that we're planning for the whole running community to do too, like their, like our service day after that. So this is cool to just hang out, enjoy the vibe and schmooze, and it is very unique. Yes, and I know Shanta and I, we usually start the day at like, what, four in the morning? Yeah, it is. <coughs> it's definitely pretty early on that morning. So. Yeah, so we're, you know, loading in everything, um, and I kind of gave you the – not so glamorous job on, on expo day so she was the one that was making sure all the reg, race day registrations yes, or so expo day much help with the registration uh, yes. i guess you can say the customer service department yes. for registrations if you have any issues if you're looking to transfer and things like that so yeah and it's funny because comparing year one to year two like uh i know year one I, for some reason i scheduled myself to be on a stage like five different times yeah. and i was like okay can't do that i think yeah. i had one panel um last year and um that was plenty um but you know we have a ton of volunteers that come through to make the expo happen um setting up the start finish line that's one of my prides and joy i love doing that making sure that um participants have an easy red uh pick packet pickup process so and you know i think our volunteers are key on that we have a great team volunteer coordinators shout out to um our volunteer coordinator shout out to our race store managers and and folks in there shout out to our series speaker series curator so you know again just know that a lot of people make you know that whole day flow very smoothly um so uh race uh expo day it's an all-day event um and then we we hope to um you know encourage everyone to enjoy the city of atlanta for those folks that are coming 
um, to the Atlanta for the first time or this is their annual visit. There's so much to do in the city. So, you know, you come, you spend a few hours at the expo, and then maybe you go catch a bite at one of our um, amazing restaurants. Maybe you catch an attraction. And we want to, you know, make sure you have time to do that on that Friday. Um, but got to get to bed because the next day we start bright and early or dark and early, I should say, um, 7 a.m. is the start of the race 5K and half marathon. Um, our Actually, the half marathon took off first this year, right? Right. Yep. Yeah. So half marathoners take off right at 7 a.m. They kind of run into the, the sunrise, which is very beautiful. Um, and they take off. And then our 5K lines up about 15 minutes later and they take off. But, you know, I wanted to kind of tell you, like, when, when we have our pre-race, it is the most hype and inspirational pre-race. <laughs> like, if, you, if you're, like, driving up, running up, you really missed out on the pre-race. I mean, that. it was so cool. I mean, DJ, we have the best DJs in the city, um, DJ in our events. Our MC is getting everybody hype. We, we have um, Queen Sheba who delivers the race poem every year, which is powerful. Um, we have a, a rendition of lift every voice and sing. Um, and then, you know, the warm up, uh, like all of it. So it's amazing. You know, the, the race morning and, you know, we're running around again, crazy but i always try to take a moment to just kind of look around and actually see what's going on and you know just seeing all those beautiful um brown and black faces all over it's 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 like no other um so our race um the, the race morning is really um the 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 feature event for um, the weekend and then this year we will um be curating some type of evening um experience for uh, racers to uh, enjoy. That was one of the kind of most common like ref like questions and or like um, feedback that we got. Yeah. Hey, we want something that we can do on Saturday. There's a lot of like little pop-up events that some of the local run clubs or restaurants might do, but um, it's been you know mentioned that we should actually have something that everybody can be invited to and take advantage of. So look out for that this year. Um, and then of course, uh, Sunday is our Community Impact Service Day. Um, so we, we have, have stated that the race is a four-day weekend since day one, and we want everybody to, you know, be excited about not only running, getting your medal, getting your T-shirt, partying, enjoying the city, but giving back to the community um, that we just ran through the very next day. So we put together um, several community service projects that you can sign up for, come out, and anyone can come and participate in this. But our racers um, – um, take advantage of um, filling those spots, anything from packing um, um, uh, bags for homeless shelters, uh, neighborhood cleanups, book drives, clothing drives. Uh, what else have we done over the last two years? Um, cleaning up a um, park. Um, I think we did yeah, some type of like clothes separating clothes, yeah. um, organizing. I think we did some painting uh, one year, some gardening. Um, and we basically uh, get out in the community and ask them, hey, what can we do? We're going to have a couple thousand people that are willing to come and do whatever you need to do for two, three hours on a Sunday morning. So we're excited about that. So that is the, the, the part of the weekend. And then we wrap it all up with a little wrap up party on Sunday. So that's the full weekend. Um, you know, like I said, mix and mingle in, you know, just being in Atlanta with that. And it's, it's an experience like no other. And um, I would highly recommend taking advantage of that entire weekend. I think one of the beautiful things is the diversity of the events. And so often we may run with each other. And so we know one aspect mm -hmm. of, of the people that you're spending time with. But if you participate fully in this whole weekend, you get to see the entire 
you know, well-roundedness of a yeah. person. You know, on Thursday, you're partying with them. On Friday, you're learning with them. On Saturday, you're running with them. And on Sunday, you're serving with them. And you just get to see and and the diversity of all of us and our different talents and our different passions. It's a, it's a beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah, you'll definitely walk away with new friends and new connections, mm-hmm. for sure. Plug for the service community. It you know it's like no other. You don't have to be able to run to do that. Some of us are more proficient runners than others. Some of us, like me, used to be proficient runners, but it, all it takes is a good heart to serve. Ralph, you're and still pretty darn proficient. Well, that's yes. all right. <laughs> Thank you for that, Booker. Uh, but it is a beautiful thing to be able to give back, and that's like no other race that I've ever been to. Awesome. Oh, and like Ralph said, anyone can come out and volunteer for the community service. Uh, I would definitely say this year was beautiful seeing people bring their kids and things like that. Yes. So you're sowing to see, you're letting the younger generation kind of build their into their lifestyle as they get older. So definitely come out and bring your family. Yep. Yeah. And I want to put the challenge out there. Let's start early. Like we had maybe 20% of our race participants participate in community service. We can do better, y'all. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I think 50% is still low, but... That that will be my goal is for us to see if we have two thousand racers this year, let's mm-hmm. get a thousand people coming the next day. It means you gotta go service. bed a little early mm-hmm. on that set or or just struggle through Sunday morning. I mean, we know how to stay out late and still get up for the long run, so it's the same thing, right? You can go to sleep later on in the day. Or That's if you're right. flying back home, you can Take sleep a on the flight. flight. Exactly. Yeah. So and just plan fun. for that. Oh, it really, so much I mean, it's, fun. It's work, but it's 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 actually fun. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you – I think we've all done multiple I – mean, I've done the park cleanup. Yep. I've done the packing of the – no matter what it is, when you're working together, you know, you're laughing, you're telling jokes, you know, it's, it's talking fun. about yeah. the race yesterday. Yeah. 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 Comparing injuries. Like Shanta said, seeing people bring their families out and then the, the, the service partners, they're amazed. I mean, they're like, wow, you guys all just ran a half marathon yesterday and you're mm-hmm. out here helping us in our neighborhoods. So it's a beautiful thing. So you will hear us talking about that a lot. Y'all, we want to make sure that we really wow the city of Atlanta with, with um, our service on that day. Um, so real quick, I just wanted to go through some of the common questions and suggestions that we get for the race based on two years of feedback. Um, I'm just going to run through some of these and kind of give you an update on where we, we might be with that. So the first thing is more visors, more hats, more swag. If I, if I got one email about we ran out of visors at the expo, I got 50 emails about we ran out of visors. So we will be ready for you guys this year. Um, you can get um, swag all throughout the year. We do have an online store that you can order um, whatever we have in stock. So visors, hats shirts um tech gear that you can um represent the race all year long socks um, the socks, socks are amazing yep the we got socks. some socks left in stock uh, <laughs> yes oh do i have mine yeah. yes palm hats not, <laughs> not the, the first 400 palm hats though um so www.theraceuc.com backslash shop our store is open we ship out every day we'll ship you know as soon as you order it we'll ship it within the next two days so um, the other thing we hear a lot is adding a 10 K or a 15 K and no, that's definitely something that, you know, in the, the long view, we can definitely consider, but right now, y'all, we trying to perfect half marathon 5k, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, we, we do understand that there are people who can challenge themselves past the 5k and maybe not, aren't quite ready for the half, but for the foreseeable future, the race will be a, a 5k and a half marathon run simultaneously but you know I, again i put the challenge out to the community force us to grow it you know mm-hmm. if we get this thing to three four five thousand 
you know, we're, we're going to have to come up with, with some more options because, you know, I mean, these, these Atlanta roads and hills can only handle so much um, in, a, in a short period of time. So we, we um, welcome that challenge. Um, but again, for the foreseeable future, we will be a half marathon and a 5K. But just know we know we hear you. Uh, we love the fact that um, that runners want to challenge themselves to that next level. And, you know, one of our goals is those of you who are taking on the 5K, you know, aspire to that half marathon in, in subsequent years. Um, and then, of course, we always hear about flattening the course. Y'all, ain't nothing <laughs> we can do about the hills. Yeah, uh, you, you yeah. run a mile in Atlanta, you're going to find a hill. Exactly. So. It has character. Yes. I was listening to um, an interview that um, the Atlanta Track Club uh, director, Rich Kanad, did with about the Olympic trials, which are coming here in a, a month. And he, he said that the course uh, that they're running for Olympics is, is Atlanta flat. <laughs> so that's a common term that we use, Atlanta flat, which means it ain't flat. So <laughs> nothing we could do about it. I know that hill at the end is probably one of the worst that you could possibly run, but it builds character, y'all. Y'all yep. all survive and y'all look good at the end. Finish your photos. Everybody's Gives smiling. Gives something to brag and complain about on that's service yes. day. Gives you a better story to tell. Yeah. But the, the typical email or the typical like comment I see on like Facebook and Instagram. Oh, it was beautiful. Da, da, da. But those hills, like no one can like completely give the review without, without mentioning the hills. So, Welcome to Atlanta. Yes. We run those hills all the time. So, um, and then little things like more post-race snacks, food for the finish line. Easy. We, we definitely were looking for, um, you know, more sponsors that can contribute to that. Um, continued improvement on our parking and addition of shuttles. Again, challenge us on that. The more people um, that we have, the more we have, we are pushed to look at things like that. And then, of course, as I mentioned, something organized for the racers to do on, on Saturday. So um, you'll see a lot of those things implemented right from the beginning. Um, you know, we wanted to make sure that this race was top notch. Um, our theme for 2020 is excellent, y'all. So Hold the race to a standard of excellence, and we will deliver a standard of excellence to you at every step. Um, so, guys, you know, the thing that is, is really special to me and, and not something I'm proud of is that we have held true to the original mission of the race. I mean, if, I'm going to read our mission statement, and you'll see that, like, we pretty much are doing and living that. It hasn't deviated. Um, but we originally said that the race is a collaboration of running community leaders, vendors, and supporters united to host a road race that supports black-owned businesses, runs through historically black neighborhoods, makes a positive impact with charity and service, and garners massive national support from the African-American running community and beyond. Yeah. So, I mean... All boxes checked. Yeah, and, and continuing to grow. So it's, it's, it's just a beautiful thing. Um, so as most of you know, we opened registration for the race 2020 on Black Friday. All right, Booker, where's that, um, that button? Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, sorry. So we open, <laughs> we, open, we open registration on Black Friday, November 29th. Uh -huh. And we said, you know what? Hopefully we'll get a couple hundred people to register on day one. Y'all blew us out the water. We had over 800 registrations on the very first day of registration. And the challenge for 400 people to register, we hit 400, our first 400 registrations within the first hour that we were open. So picture it, we're here at the uh, race headquarters, one of our headquarter locations at the Russell Center for Entrepreneurship and Innovation. 
hosting a, a live event and literally sitting there watching the numbers grow 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. Next thing we know, an hour into opening registration, we had hit 400. Um, so we thank you all so much. Um, we've continued to grow. We hit 1,000 registrations within the first month. And um, here we are. We're sitting here on January, what is it, 23rd at the time of this recording. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, Sean, to tell us a little bit about what these, the, who are these people that have jumped on board, uh, been on board since day one, and, and excited about this race more than nine months in advance. Um, we definitely want to say thank you to all those who have supported the race. Um, as of today, we are at um, 1,201 runners, Woo. participants. Yes. So that is definitely uh, huge for us. <laughs> Continue to spread the word. Um, and with that is definitely uh, probably half and half, whether it's the half the half marathon or the 5K. I love that um, 5K, let me tell yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. So um, so nice little split there. Um, I would definitely say we're probably still at that more female and to male ratio, probably more females than males. Yeah, during during the what was it the first one thousand? It was like a eighty twenty yeah. female to male ratio. Yeah. yeah, thrill. What's up with you guys? We're gonna step it up. You gonna step we're it gonna, up? Yeah. Me, me, Ralph Booker. We're gonna take. It's our personal mission. Yes, it is. We're, we're challenging the guys. We're gonna step it up, and you know, here's the here's the fact, right? Mm. That history often overlooks. Y'all lead things, okay? So now that you all have set the tone, you have inspired us with feeling the fire of inspiration, mm -hmm. we'll show up. Yes. Yeah, we'll, we'll be out there. All right. The challenge has been Well, has we been look to see that ratio get smaller then. Come on, guys. Help me uh, help back up my words. <laughs> <laughs> so we know. I'm going to do this. <laughs> we know that Georgia is going to represent and come through. But who are some of the other states that have really represented through this first 1,200 participants? Um, yeah, for this, so I would definitely say the, the top 10, definitely Georgia is definitely number one. But you have Illinois is in there. You have go, um, Chicago. You have North Carolina. You got Texas, Maryland, New York. You got Pennsylvania, Michigan, Virginia, South Carolina. Nice. So it's like the top 10. That's nice, nice, yeah. nice. We got to get the West Coast on that list. Well, since you mentioned that. Honorable mention. Honorable mention. California. California. Okay. okay. They've got 31 people. I think that's like more than quadrupled. Than what they had last year. So I don't know who these Californians are, who the, the leader of the California crew is, but thank you. Yeah, shout Where out we to you. Are. Yes, there you go. Continue to spread on the West Coast. <laughs> yes, West Coast. All right, and that's a total of 34 states, including, or plus not including D.C., DC. plus D.C., right. that um, are represented through the first 1,200 registrations. And yep. then um, our demographics report also gives us top cities. So um, some of the cities that are representing, I thought it was interesting, that it breaks it down by city. Yeah. So who we have? Um, of course, like I said, Atlanta. You got Chicago out ATL. there. Uh, you got Philly representing. Mm. You got your your Raleigh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Charlotte, Be More, Decatur, Lithonia, Decatur, Mapleton. Those are all Georgia Southfield, cities. Yep. Yeah, um, Metro, Houston. You got Marietta, Little Rock, Fayetteville, North Carolina. All right. So that's really interesting. I mean, obviously, with um, some of the the top states the major cities in those states. But I was really happy to see Philly pop up in there because yeah. I, I remember seeing a a group from Philly talk about where's Philly at, where's mm -hmm. Philly represented, because they might have had maybe like 10 people from Pennsylvania total. 
So again, whoever is is out there in Philly spreading the word, we thank you. Thank you. Thank I think you. I have an idea of a couple of folks that are really <laughs> spread the word. And then North Carolina, I know they're probably not happy about being uh second fiddle to Illinois, but y'all work it out. It's a tight margin. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm going to predict. Bold prediction. Mm, This is not a hope or a dream, (laughs) but I'm going to predict that Carolina might take, take Illinois at the end. What do you think y'all? I'm staying out of that. I mean, it's a short drive. They better <laughs> just come on, get in it's the car, let's go. Time left. It's plenty yeah. of time. Yeah, we'll see. There's yeah. more people in New York, so we'll see see if they can uh, put it down or not. Yeah, it's a very busy airport. I want to see more folks too. from DC too come through, like DC. I know we got Virginia and Maryland representing. Thank y'all, but I yeah. want to see some more DC. Go folks. Virginia. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and then um, again, you know, continuing to get that massive national support. From the African-American running community, 96% of our registrants are, have identified as black or African-American. So we thank y'all. Um, you know, we could not do this and we would not do this if it wasn't for the support um, of the community. And, you know, the races is, is welcoming to all runners of all races, creeds, paces and speeds. Uh, but this this event is definitely purposeful for us to celebrate the the beauty of. Was that rehearsed? Yeah, I was about to that say. Was, no, did she just drop a yeah, bar? Yeah, on that, was, that was kind of smooth the way <laughs> that came. Paces, All races, creeds. Can you do it again? Like yeah. Races, creeds, paces, paces and, and speeds. speeds. I like that. Put yeah, the beat you like that? It. Can you use it? Coin it. <laughs> so again, we truly appreciate the excitement, and enthusiasm. But again, nine months out, you guys have put your your name down. Uh, put your deposit down. Some of y'all book hotels. I think we're already have halfway booked our um, host hotel, Embassy Suites, and the Clarion Inn and Suites. Shanta, what are some of the benefits of people registering early for any race, really? But for for the race in particular, why should people be continuing to register early? Definitely for us, I would say that um, it helps get you connected to to us via email and social media and things that we're doing all year long. Um, definitely it helps you to kind of know like what community service projects that we're doing in our community. So that helps to kind of get you out in your community doing some things similar to us. Mm-hmm. Um, also pricing, pricing is always a little bit better at the, at the beginning. So, um, best pricing. Yes. Um, also, also registering early helps us with logistics wise. It helps us to, uh, plan the race better productions, predicting forecasting in advance. Mm -hmm. So when you kind of wait last minute, then. It kind of throws things yeah. off in and terms of like that's said, why we had to cap the 5k last year because we had to predict mm-hmm. how yeah. many people and we had to order the medals and all that stuff like months in advance mm-hmm. and we're not gonna have y'all out there running praying that you get a medal <laughs> right. so right. so honestly it's really june is when we have to start putting final numbers in for a lot of stuff so you well, know we know those yeah. things a little ahead of time yeah. then it helps us just plan better definitely um so you're not trying to wonder if you're getting a medal at the end or if you're going to have your t-shirt size or I, i'm not trying like to that. get those emails so, <laughs> yeah yes all right so guys you know we appreciate register when you can but if you can get in early um put your deposit down on your hotels um again you know atlanta is a very vibrant city there's bound to be 10 different things going on at the same time um, but we're making an impact on the the economic community of oh, yeah. uh, Atlanta with this event. So get your registrations in early, um, and you know, so you can brag about you're gonna be in Atlanta in October. All right. So 
talking about who will be here for the race weekend. We know if you're listening to this, you're either registered, thinking about registering or planning on registering at some point um, before October. Um, but we, we continue to want to build this race as a premier event, not only in the Atlanta running community, the Southeast running community, um, but the world. Um, and Darrell, he is one, is, takes the lead on reaching out to some of the best runners um, in the country and trying to entice them with our event. So, Darrell, tell us a little bit about who we have um, kind of slated to run and who we want to get out here to run. Good deal. Um, I think to start out, get the applause ready, Booker. Um, <laughs> Not yet? Okay. Yeah. That's the only button <laughs> we know how to bad. use so far, right. y'all, just so you know. We'll get better. I have received confirmation that both our male and female winner from last year have verbally committed to returning to defend their titles. Yes. So um, for those that don't know, uh, Habib won the men's race and Shawana won uh, the women's race. Mm -hmm. Shawana has won both years. Yes, she is. So, the, she has a course record. Yeah, she, she's got she, the course, she's record. course record. She's won every year. And what's interesting about Shawana is I don't think she's been healthy either one she, of those she's years. Been, she's she, come off a marathon yeah, she's both coming times. Off energy yeah. uh, injuries or marathons, and and she's still getting out here uh, to do it. So I I confirmed with her this morning. She gave me an enthusiastic yes, yes. with lots of exclamation points. Um, so yes, we're, we're excited about having those back. But with that said, um, I don't want it to be easy for them. Yes. So I am actively, um, as much as I love both Habib and Shawana, I am actively trying to find people to beat them. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that will make them faster. That was a better joke. Yes. <laughs> um, and I, I think, um, what we talked about and I sort of hinted on this earlier is that we really, really, really are making an effort to try to highlight the entire spectrum of what it means to be a runner. And um, my focus just happens to be on the elite end of the field. And what's funny is every year when we put together our elite panel, they're all like, oh, don't call me elite. You know, I don't know if I feel comfortable with that title, but I, we want to impress on them that no, in our community, you are elite. You are elite as in you inspire us. We're proud of you. Um, and many other races, you know, you may get lost in the shuffle. You're just one of many other runners. But in the race, you are honored. You are um, looked up to. And, and we're going to really try to highlight your achievements because everything that you achieve, um, we achieve. So we're, we're standing on the shoulders of each other. Yes. Um, so with that said, it, it's a little bit tougher for me because um, I'm not on social media, but I am finding multiple ways to try to reach out to people. And um, if you're listening to this, you may have already heard from me. I'm emailing people. I'm trying to contact different uh, running groups to send send their best runners. Um, please contact me if you know of anyone or if you are interested in really um, trying to compete at the high end. Um, Darrell, what of, are of some just some ballpark times that people should be running to be? Well, I, I'll give you last year's winning times. Yeah. Um, Habib uh, won the men's race uh, in one seventeen, okay. and uh, Shawana won the women's race in one thirty. I mean, she did 127 the first year, I think. So Right, right. So yeah, she did range. 127 the first year. Uh, first year for the men's marathon, that one was one around 113. Mm -hmm. um, so, so she has the course record, you said, before women? Yes, yeah, she has okay. the course record for women, and she's won both times. So okay. she hasn't been. She hasn't tasted defeat in yeah. the right. race yet. So does Habib have the course record for men now? No, no, no. 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 Uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, shout out to Blake Jorgensen. He yes. has he has the um, he has the record for the, for the men. He I he runs for Atlanta Track Club Elite. 
Um, so that's going to be a tough one. But I, I challenge us to step up and, and um, even ch- and even challenge that record as well. Uh, so, yeah, we're looking to um, sort of beef up the elite section of our race, particularly the women's end. And this is where I'm going to be honest. The, the women's side has been a bit thinner. Yeah. So um, just as the men, as we mentioned earlier, we, we're being challenged from a partici- uh, participation standpoint. Mm-hmm. Let's step up our registration for women. Um, I am really actively trying to um, reach out to some of the faster uh, women to, to try to get them to join the race. I won't call out any names yet because I don't know if that's appropriate, but I, I'm, I'm definitely actively um, looking for, for some of the faster women uh, in particular. Uh, that being said, I think we'll have an additional pool that we can pull from because Atlanta is playing host to the uh, Olympic trial uh, marathon yes. that's coming up um, in a little over a month now. Yeah, a little, bit, little over a month, February 29th, um, will be America's Marathon Weekend here in Atlanta. Um, I, as of January 7th, am now a, a member of the Atlanta Track Club board. Yay! <laughs> that, that deserves an applause. Thank for you, sure. thank Real you. clap. Thank Real you, thank you. Um, I promise not to try to abuse that position, but yes, <laughs> if I get close to anybody, I am going to find a way to tell them about the race because it's, it's, it's really exciting. And I say that half in joke because um, the Atlanta Track Club has been very supportive of our race as Extremely. well. So um, it, it really is a partnership and uh, we're all working together to do this. So that is that is my update. We have both returning champions. We're actively looking to build the elite field. Please reach out to me. For those that don't know how to contact me, um, the quickest way is probably email. D-A-R-E-L Patterson, two T's. Uh, at gmail.com. All right. Thank you so much, Darrell. You're and we're welcome. excited to continue to build the field. And again, you know, build that that um, roster of runners that we can brag and say, hey, so-and-so ran the race. Like Shawana, shout out to Shawana. We love you. Um, she is a legacy backer of the race. Um, she literally has been supportive of the race since the first time she heard about it. And, um, you know, she's an outstanding, outstanding athlete, um, not just a, a fast female in Atlanta, but one of the top runners in the nation. Yeah. Um, and, you know, with that, too, Darrell, you know. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, not to cut you off. Uh, speaking of fastest women in the nation, I mean, she is, um, I think my count may be off now. I think it's up to eight, eight or nine, mm. certainly less than 10 um, African-American um, black women born in the country of mm. America. Yeah. Only, uh, I think, eight or nine have run a sub three hour marathon. Mm-hmm. And Shawana is one of those. Yes. So when you meet her, you know, it, it's kind of sometimes you may overlook it and you may not think about it, but you're literally meeting someone who is like a living legend. Exactly. She is creating history and but she doesn't carry herself that way. She has yeah, such so an humble. amazing humble. energy. If you come here this weekend, you're going to see her dance <laughs> all day on Thursday. She's probably going to be on at least one of the panels on Friday. And then she's still going to race on Saturday yeah. and is and no loss of energy. Race too, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> no, so she's yeah. great. And um, for those of you who are just hearing about Shawana, you can follow her. I think her Instagram is peach runner and she's very active Something on like um, social media, Pete, some form of peach runner. And um, she has been featured on the run duo podcast. She has a great interview. Was she on run duo or shut up time? I think she was on run duo. Run duo. Yeah. So um, you can find that archive um, episode on the run duo and hear her whole story. She has an awesome story. Yep. Um, so thanks Darrell. We'll continue to get updates as the year progresses on uh, uh, runners who have committed. Um, and you know, just 
kind of side note just made me think about. So if we got the Olympic trials with the best of the best running on Saturday, does that mean Publix is pretty much up for grabs on Sunday? You know, that is a very, very good point. I it's, mean, wow. Hmm. I don't see anybody really going back point. to back on the trials in Publix. I might have to rethink uh, pacing. Yeah, I mean, and they How do prize money for Publix too, right? That's a really good point. So if you're like one of those borderline <laughs> Olympic trials Just athletes, pace faster than they you might want to consider Publix <laughs> for your. We're going uh, faster than we should. Yeah. <laughs> now I wouldn't have advised trying to jump into it if you ain't been training for it, but oh, it just God. made me think about. It. I mean, age yeah. group awards. Yeah. I mean, everything's gonna get bumped up a little bit. We've got to call Habib on that. Habib told me. Uh, I don't know if I want to put it. He's public about it. Yeah. That's one of his dreams. Yeah. Uh, it, I think he wants to f- try to finish top three at Publix. Yeah. Probably, or, might, or maybe he wants to win it at some point. This might this, be his This year. might be the year, Habib. Yeah. Get out yeah, there. I have to talk to him about that. No, like I said, I don't know if they do prize money for the half. But anyway, yep. even just getting, a, getting on that podium for Publix. I mean, finishing Publix is a, a victory in itself. Indeed. I mean, that is a tough race. So Flat Atlanta. Flat at its best. Yep, exactly. <clears throat> All right, so um, next up, we're going to talk a little bit about our amazing uh, Charitable Impact program. We alluded a little bit to our Community Impact Service Day, but Ralph has, as one of the reasons why we were able to kind of get Ralph um, really involved in the race from day one and say, Ralph, we want to give back to the community. And that's something I know you are extremely passionate about in your own personal journey. Um, But talk to us a little bit about what we've been able to accomplish in the last two years and what we aim to do um, and, and as we move forward with the race. There's, there's much to be proud of already. In the past two years, we've been able to give back over $21,000 to local charities and nonprofits that have done some amazing work in our community. Um, these folks are doing all kinds of things. We supported uh, folks, for example, that have had an orphanage for 130 years in Atlanta that just needed a little extra help, plus volunteers, you know, not counted in the dollars that we've given them. We've, we've helped uh, folks that have provided reading services to our children. We've helped folks that have done art projects that are not necessarily supported by public education. So it's great to be able to do that. And, and lots of, uh, they're mostly small nonprofits. We elected not to, to give with no disrespect to some of the big nonprofits that get money nationally, but to make a real community impact on the locals that really help our kids in this community. This is about us. We're also proud to have given over a thousand hours of community service um, that the racers have charted. So <laughs> this is amazing. So hundreds Darrell, of folks. Keep your hands from over. <laughs> hundreds of folks on Sunday, the day after the race, have just cheerfully showed up for volunteer projects. And our website, uh, as it has in the past few years, will link you to all of the things that are going on. So please make that a part of your service, from cleaning up communities to packing food for the homeless to just doing all kinds of great things. And it makes you feel really good. Just having a good heart is a you know completing the full dimension of who you are as a person. That makes it a very unique aspect of this race, and it's something that I feel really passionate about. So the race weekend is a four-day weekend. Just remember that. Don't leave early. Please be on Sunday volunteering and engaging in those nonprofits and charities. Plus, all throughout the year, we're going to have various events that help those nonprofits and charities. And look for that on our website and social media sites as well, too. We're trying to make volunteerism a part of our journey as runners and as specifically a part of the race 
and get folks engaged in a way that maybe they haven't had a, an easy way to accomplish. So this is just one way that we can engage the running community into doing things that are beyond running that make a real difference for us. And Ralph, let me interrupt you real quick and just say that, you know, here in, we're here in Atlanta. We're an Atlanta-based um, uh, event. But our goal is to inspire you to do, I mean, we have listeners and runners from all over the country. You heard Shanta give the, the breakdown of just the top 10 states. But, you know, you don't have to wait until the race weekend to find out who's in need of, of hands, feet, service, and even monetary funds. So we hope that this race and the, the way that we do things here are inspiring you to get out into your communities. Uh, one of the things that we do throughout the years, we'll have a, a group run in one of the neighborhoods that are along the course, and then we'll clean up the park that we ran from. Or um, our first year, we were able to go to a local church and rearrange their library, which you you would be amazed how grateful people are for the little things um, that you can just show up and do. So please, you know, if you're in New York, Illinois, um, Texas, you know, in the name of the race, go out and serve your community and let us know. Put your Put a group together. Wear your race shirts and say, hey, can, is there anything that we can do for you? We're just a group of runners that want to give back. So We're franchising this idea. You've heard yeah. it right from Tess <laughs> right now. So please do it. Do it in our name or do it in anybody's name. But just go out and do it. It'll make you feel really good, and it really does make a difference. So don't forget about the service hours that we'll have throughout the year, not only just on the day after the race. So it allows us to elevate the voice and the platform of various charities through our event, uh, through these nonprofits, through communication and through our social media channels. Uh, $5 of every race entry in the, in, that you will give goes in that community impact fund and is distributed to our partners. And Community Impact Service Day, I can't tell you, you know, enough times is the day after the race. We're putting the final touches on our Race for 2020 Charitable Impact Fund. We're making a few adjustments. We can't announce who they are, but we will be in the next month or so, so that we will have the ability to enable more runners to do more service, distribute more funds to more charities, and make even more meaningful impact on our community. That's our goal, to uh, enlarge upon just our running gifts to, to do more, to, to be a 360 person in addition to being a great runner. So that's about it, but stay tuned. There's more to come. Yeah, very excited about this year. Um, all right, y'all. So, again, you know, we are excited to just be able to talk to you. You know, I'm thinking about all of the people that I meet out in the community when I'm at various races. Anytime I wear the race gear, I will run into somebody who said, that, that's that race. Or if they've run the race before. And, you know, here's the crazy part. Going back to race day and expo day. How many of you have run into someone that talked about being at the race and you're like, you were there? Like, there are so many people. I still run into people it's all happy. the time, yeah. see it on, see people on social media. And I was like, you were there that whole week? Oh, I ran the race last. I mean, that that's, it's amazing to me. And, you know, Booker, you really um, hit the nail on the head when we um, did our interviews for our movie. You talked about how, you know, we envision this race not only just to be a local event. You know, we have some great events here in Atlanta, right? right? We've got the HBC, one of the largest HBCU 5Ks. We've got a Divine 9 5K. We've got an MLK Day race. Um, we've got um, all the, the Alphas, the Deltas, the Omegas. We have a lot of races that bring out the African-American running and, and philanthropic community. But why is the race different? Why, what's different about this gathering 
for this purpose? Selfishly, uh, <laughs> I just think it's, I think it was the motivation behind how this, it just came organically. Uh, if we go back even before the uh, the Run Summit, um, where we had the, the unity panel with mm. uh, the different, you know, we had Black Men Run, Black Girls Run, uh, Southfield Running Partners, Running Nerds. Um, you guys, Darrell was still doing a podcast, um, and you moderated it. But even prior to that, Darrell and I had, had conversations, and um, he had an idea of something like this. I, I think possibly a year before that, we had a mm -hmm. conversation about that. Mm -hmm. And just to see that thought manifest into what we've seen over the last two years and, and, and what we envision the future to be um, is absolutely amazing to me um, because it started with just, I mean, if, if, even if we go back further than that, I remember when Darrell first came out to run, mm -hmm. um, when I met him at a black man run, run, and um, to go from you know, someone just getting involved into racing to having this vision of, hey, we are participating um, in races all across the country. Um, why can't we do something like this on our own? Yep. Um, to talking with you about it and you sparking, having the idea of, hey, I could put this race on. And, and we had the expertise basically in-house and in, in family because all of us knew each other prior to, to doing the race. We knew each other from the Atlanta running community. So it's special to me because I've seen it from that perspective. And, I, you know, and I, all of us have seen it from that perspective in this room. But I don't know that the the broader audience has, I know they don't have quite that perspective on it. But I think when they come and, and they experience it, uh, they get some of that perspective. They understand it. It has that feel of something that was, that came organically and, and naturally and something that's, it's it's beautiful. I mean, there's really no other words. I'm I'm searching for words to describe it. There's really it's just a beautiful thing to kind of see it and see it happen. Um, and and from the mission statement, we've always wanted to. Uh, it says garner massive um, national support. Mm -hmm. And as Shanta just read off, we have people from all across the country who uh, who are now aware about the race. But we also know that there could be more. There's still people who've never heard of it, even here in Atlanta. So, um, yeah, I often wonder literally like how many black runners are there? Like there's no way to really quantify it's it. Not. Yeah. It's not. It's more than we think it is. Yeah. You way know? more, way more, way more than we think. And so a uh, couple of weeks, weekends ago, there was the, um, the Atlanta track clubs, Jerome scales, 12 K, mm -hmm. um, which is right in our neighborhood uh, where I live. And, um, they partnered with South foot and running partners to kind of put that on. But there was a lady I had on my uh, race uh, windbreaker jacket, mm -hmm. and this lady came up to me and she said, um, "What is what is that?" Because there was a lot of us out there yeah. that had on the the merchandise that day, right? And she was like, "Well, what is this event?" So I started telling her about it. She had never heard of it, and I'm, I assumed that she was from Atlanta. I don't think she traveled mm -hmm. to Atlanta for that race, but she came over and got some information on it, and. It's just, it's, there's so many ways, uh, you know, to get kind of to what I'm supposed to be talking about. There's oh, so can. many ways to kind of uh, get the, the word out about it and, and influence more people. We can talk about it all day, but you know, we're all biased, let's be honest. Yeah. Like we, we're the founders. This is kind of our baby. Um, but when someone comes and participates and then tells their story, that's what makes other people want to come. Yeah. You know, because they don't have 
a horse in the race, as some people say. It's just something they experienced, and the feedback that we get has almost all been positive, and people it's something that they've never experienced. And a lot, these are not runners who've only run this race. They've run the big marathons. They've been to other States. They've done things all across the country. And then that, but the experience is unique, um, especially for African-American runners. It is unique. I've often thought that we've made a silent promise an unspoken promise really to one another as founding partners, that we were going to make this excellent and stay positive. Right. And it's an experiment, I've often thought. The but grand experiment. The grand experiment. Those are my words, <laughs> exactly. And uh, it's, it's worked out beautifully. But I think it's an unspoken promise to each other to stay positive and to make this the most excellent thing we can possibly imagine. Right. And I think every time, you know, I've run it both years. And, and as I finish the race, there's a sense of pride that I have that I'm – and I almost get emotional like, you know, wow – this just happened the first time. And then when it happened again, I ran a better time. I was feeling, feeling even better, but it was just, like I said, it was, it was literally, literally touching to kind of see it all come to fruition and actually be successful as it has been so far. Um, but for those who've been to the race um, and those who are interested, they can assist with getting more people to come telling their stories, of course, through social media. Most of us are on social media and everything we do in a run, <laughs> we post. Um, but that influences other people. Um, early on in my running journey, that motivated me to continue to get up every day because I knew people were expecting me to post about my next run. Mm -hmm. But I also knew that it was uh, influencing other people who hadn't run to encourage them that they could also. But to share maybe as... You know, when you have on your race gear um, or your experience with the race on on your social media or as you're training for the race, which was um, something that I did more before. People training for yeah, the race. Train Let's, for the race yeah. and then post your training and, and maybe chat. We're all competitive challenge. Yeah. We got cities out here. We just listed the top 10 cities. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're competitive. Maybe they should have a challenge. You know, New York and who was, who was first? It was Atlanta, Atlanta first, of course. Chicago and then Chicago. Was second, yes. And then we were talking about somebody made a bet on North Carolina. Mm -hmm. But let's hear from Dallas and Little Rock. Yeah. You know? And yeah. all those states in, in, the, in the middle and cities like that, we, we're everywhere. <laughs> so we could definitely um, have more people from across the country. Um, but you can stay connected with us um, on our Instagram, the race underscore UC. Um, on Facebook, it's at the race UC. And on YouTube, we're under the Running Nerds YouTube yeah, channel. All of our videos and content right. on the Running Nerds YouTube channel. Correct. And of course, the website, um, yes. the race UC.com, is where you can get you know, all the information from. But we, you know, we want to continue to see this continue to grow to where we have to expand and like you say possibly add more courses um it's just so many things that we'd love to be pushed and forced to do because there's so many people so much um that's in so much interest so yeah a lot of times people ask me well Tess what are you gonna do when the race gets to 10,000 and then after I come to because I can't pass out every time somebody says that you know I said well you know what we'll be we'll, ready we'll, figure, we'll it out. figure it out because if that's what the people want this race is all about what the people want right that's why we launched the ideas of Kickstarter campaign because we said if the people want it they'll pledge they'll say here's my race entry if you get to a certain you know dollar amount people and um, it's all about you all it's all about um, wanting to put on the best event to celebrate 
what is beautiful that we've all we all know and we all see and we all experience again atlanta in particular but our nation we have great races you know mm-hmm. we just finished up this past weekend the houston and louisiana um uh this past weekend are great races um the dopey you know challenge that just happened you know they're getting thirty thousand people to come and run through theme parks yep. four days in a row crazy um you know we know about world majors (laughs) you know the world majors you know i'm on track for world majors so we know that there are great races and and and, you know we're not we've never said or never stated or never stated that we're putting on this race because there aren't opportunities but for us to be able to do it in this capacity you know booker you put it you put it the best it's beautiful so and and another word that you mentioned both you and um, Ralph is that it's it's unique, mm-hmm. and it's our. Um, it made me think of the director of, of my division at my job. He's from the Gambia. Mm-hmm. Uh, did y'all know that the Gambia is called the Gambia? It's not. Gambia. I've, I've actually heard that. It's one the before. only country that that has that a has the the in front of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I only know that because things you learn listening yeah. to the race podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my director came, and he's not a he's not like a runner runner like he, he doesn't sign up for races but he signed up you know because it i asked him to and um i remember afterwards that next day at work he came and he was just like wow he just kept saying it over and over again he was like wow he was like i he's like i knew it would be good i expected it to be good because you were a part good. of it and he was like it was <laughs> man i'm cheesing right now yeah, dude. He, he first i heard this story he was just looking at me he was just like it was so he couldn't even find his words he was right. like, everything just the, the music and, and the people and just the colors. And he's oh, like, just, that's awesome. He's like, everything was just more than like what he imagined. This it was would be. for 2019 or the this inaugural was, yeah, tw- year? No, 2019. Wow. Um, so I think that speaks to the uniqueness of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the repeat runners that we have. That's what I was about um, to ask. Like, also speaks to the, I mean, yeah. people keep coming back. And for those that haven't come, and this is what I like to exercise in my mind. And I think this is what we all did before we kind of started the planning of this race. If you could just close your eyes and imagine hearing, you know, our music, just hearing the noise, the excitement. Like you said, the sun is still down, but it hasn't come up yet. You're standing in the line. You're ready to start the race. And then you turn around and you see nearly 2,000 shades of brown. There is no other race in the world that has that feeling over nearly 2000 shades of Brown lining up to run a half marathon is something no in one's Atlanta. Seen. In Atlanta. <laughs> what's, what's also unique is that even if you're, even if you're not a shade of Brown, let's say you're, you're white, you for them. And we have, we also obviously have runners that are, that are white as well. They have never experienced that. Yeah. Right. So it is a unique experience even for them to, to be surrounded by that culture and to understand what it could feel like to be immersed in, in, ev- in all of our beauty, in all of our diversity, from fast to slow to tall to short. Just the whole spectrum is out there. And we're all just having a great yep. time. Yep. And they, they probably get to learn a little bit of, you know, electric slide while they're in the corral. Oh, for sure. yeah. <laughs> that smell of shea butter and cocoa butter is beautiful. If y'all haven't watched that video y'all that's on funny, the race website, theraceyouc.com. <laughs> yes. Watch that little video. Yeah. yeah. It gives you It does it give gives you, you a taste of Yeah, the, the, the highlight video. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but no, all jokes aside, y'all, if you, if you ever, I've been to my share of Black Girls Run events. I, the one thing I love about running amongst a bunch of black women is you're going to smell the hair products, the cocoa butter, the shea butter, the, what is it, the jojoba oil. It's a beautiful smell. So, that's a plug. 
for running with us. Come run the race because it smells good. That's right. <laughs> tagline. I love it. Tagline. <laughs> All right, y'all. race you've ever smelled in the country. <laughs> I love it. That's before the race. <laughs> Point taken. Yeah. Touche, touche. Shout out to deodorant. <laughs> So, y'all, listen, we are excited. It is January. We have nine months to get everything together for you. Keep this thing hype. Keep the train moving towards October. You can make a person in nine months so we can pull oh off this gosh. race. Oh, my gosh. Dang, Booker, you went there. <laughs> <laughs> we are definitely going to pull Ain't it off. Real. You know, here's the thing. When we when we launched this thing in, in uh, January of 2018, when we opened registration for the first year, you know, we every month it was just, okay, we're going to figure this out. You know, we did the first year and then the second year. Okay, I guess we're going to do this again. But now, you know, you guys have given us the confidence. We're excited. Um, again, you know, the first 400 registrations on the first day and the first hour, you know, that really just continues to give us the confidence and pride to know that this is what you want. Um, you, you've uh, seen us talk about our head nod and smile. So um, as the race swag continues to circulate the country, not only our beanie hats, um, beanie our, hats. our logo, you see that race logo, the R logo, or the full race logo um, across the nation at the various races and events that, that you run in your towns. We mentioned some of the races that we've seen uh, runners here in Atlanta, the Jerome Scale Southside 12K. We just had our MLK Day 5K drum run on Monday. Um, the Black Chicago runners just had their annual awards banquet, and they were kind enough to feature um, some race gear that we um, sent them for some uh, um, uh, prizes and awards. But your city, your town, your local races, please continue to represent, spread the word. When people ask you, what's that mean? What's that R? What's that red, black, and green? Tell them with pride it's the race and tell them what it means to you. Um, so some other places that you're going to see us um, between now and the next time we come to you, this is going to be a quarterly podcast. Uh, we'll come back to you again in April um, with our next uh, rendition of the race record podcast. Um, but between now and then, this will probably uh, launch um, right before February. So this first event I'm going to mention probably are, has already happened. So I guess I'm going to give a shout out and a congratulations to the Black Ice Project athletes um, over 30. Yeah, give give it give it to them. Yeah. We have about 30 African-American runners from all over the nation led by Heather King. Y'all know Heather, Heather King. King. Go, Heather. Um, that will be completing a combination of Chile and Antarctica marathons and half marathons. Crazy, Heather. Right. So she <laughs> she has uh, co collaborated this group for a year now in the manifestation of all the hard work and training and uh, camping out in the, in the snow um, is coming together. I believe the races are January 25th. Yeah. Yeah, in and around those states. Are they going to be able to run Antarctica? Is I heard that there's the a possibility that Antarctica okay. might. Is it going to be cold? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's some <laughs> there ice down there. Like I don't know. Weather, whether or not is it going to be hot this it's year? It's going to be too cold. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Yeah. No, I did hear that there was a possibility, but again, when this airs, it'll either have happened or not. or not. So I know Chile is still on okay. the dock, so there should be good there. So congratulations in advance to you all. We're proud of you. Um, for representing and that and that high stage or I guess low stage because Antarctica get it okay never mind um, and a lot of those um, participants are going for their seven continents mm -hmm. and that's amazing it's an amazing accomplishment um, Darrell tell us a little bit about where we'll be um, you've already mentioned a little bit about Publix weekend but um, 
Remind them of uh, Publix Weekend and what's going on that weekend. Yes. Uh, have I mentioned that I sit on the board of directors for the Atlanta Never Track Club? I don't think you said that. I just like saying that Say as, as often yeah. as I can. Um, yeah, so we have America's Marathon Weekend, which is going to run Thursday through Sunday. That's the end of February. Um, uh, Thursday will be the uh, America's Marathon Weekend Experience. That's going to be like your expo. Also, press conference will be that day as well. So that'll be a good day to um, hear from uh, some of the elites that are running in that race. Um, the race, as in us, we're going to be having a TBD possible meet and greet that day. Yes, um, in the evening. We'll, we'll figure it out. We're still working on that piece of it. Um, on Saturday uh, is the Olympic Trials uh, Marathon. But also before the Olympic Trials Marathon, I need everyone to show up for the Publix Kids Marathon because my son will be in there. Right. Uh, it's a marathon in air quotes. Does it's he actually need, does a Does he need a, um, a cheer squad? He can always <laughs> he can always go for a cheer squad. All right. And the cool thing is that the little kiddos get to cross the same finish line. Um, that Wait, the, what time are they starting that? Because, you know, volunteers, we got to be out think, there like I think it's, um, five hours before the race. I think it's either seven or eight. I think in the it's morning? like eight in the morning for the kids, for the kids marathon. Okay, that could work. Yeah. Um, I should know, right? Because I've got to get them there. <laughs> so, yeah. And then uh, that afternoon will be Olymp Olympic Trials Marathon. And then on Sunday uh, will be the general Publix Marathon, Half Marathon, and 5K mm -hmm. uh, for the rest of us mere mortals. Um, are we? I yes, know I'm, I'm we'll pacing uh, that race. You're going to have a 10. Anyone else running it? I'm no. running the half. Nice. I'm going to run the half. Nice. I'm going to just commit today. All right, yes. Shanta Booker, right. where y'all at? Come on, let's get a full roll. I'm not running it. Shanta will, <laughs> Shanta will be running the half as well. Did you Did um, you hear my introduction at the beginning? Of this? <laughs> what was your introduction? Never mind. Oh, okay. Booker will be Booker running up run and down Peachtree <laughs> uh, cheering for us. So I probably will have a Sunday run that he, day. He's too cheap to run races. <laughs> <laughs> These Sounds things are right. true. Wait, didn't you run like 2,000 miles or something last year yeah. without running a race? I ran a I ran the race. I mean, uh, the race. Yes, yeah. that's a given. So, um, so that that's gonna be a fun weekend. Public's weekend is always a ton of fun. But adding the Olympic trials, I'm yeah. super excited about it. Um, and then again, when this uh, airs, it'll be probably a week from today. But um, we do have a couple of spots left for volunteering for the trials. I have a, um, a hydration station crew. You can sign up. Um, it'll probably be full by the time this airs. So. If you know me and you want to volunteer for the Olympic trials, hit Hurry me up. up when you hear this. Okay. Quick, quick. All right. Yeah. And South Fulton Running Partners will be hosting their annual running summit on March the 14th. Um, where to be determined, um, but it will be March the 14th. Again, the running summit is where we, um, South Fulton Running Partners is the oldest African-American running organization in the country. And, and being that we invite all of the running groups uh, here in the city, specifically African-American running groups here in Atlanta and the metro area, to come and basically have a good good old party. Yes. We run, and you, if you guys know anything about the partners, we uh, socialize and we eat. <laughs> we are a breakfast right. club with a running habit. That's what that's Ralph's terminology <laughs> for sure. So, um, And it's also where I, I mentioned earlier where um, the uh, – Help me out, Darrell. Some, uh, some the panel that oh, we yeah, had. Oh, yeah. Yes, the original panel. That's right. The original panel, which kind of was the springboard for the race. Uh, and maybe we'll be having a panel again. But, yeah. Yeah, it's a great event. For those that haven't come and, and those that are in Atlanta and have the opportunity to go, um, 
as Booker mentioned, uh, they, they are the oldest running African-American running group um, in the nation in the, or the world? Well, yes, let's say the world. Okay. Nobody's, nobody's, nobody's challenged us yet. Us yet. <laughs> let's do There's it. There's a lot of history there. So you get such a wide <laughs> range of, of runners with different stories and, and different backgrounds. So it's a great sure. opportunity for us to all come together. And if you are a running group in Atlanta, uh, especially if you're um, a minority running group in Atlanta, um, we really all owe a debt to South Fulton Running Pay Partners because they really have paved the way. And they're so humble. They don't, you know, puff out their chest often. But, um, you know, we really should support them. I'll, Thank I will you. definitely Thank you be there. That. No doubt. Come on and meet Bobby. <laughs> oh, God. Shout out to Bobby. If you come out, you Shout will out meet to Bobby. Shout out to Bobby Says. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, next, uh, we uh, have on the calendar the African American Walk or AA Walk, we call it. This uh, was founded by the National American National African American Male Wellness Agency, which has been around since 2004. But they've decided to bring this to Atlanta. They're all about the health of African American male. We we know that we are challenged. Our, our lifespans are shorter, and uh, we just don't do as well as time goes on. So it's an opportunity to help us to be proactive about our health. And I have a passion for that as a physician. That's really what I'm all about. But I realize that there's bigger ways than as an individual you can impact the, the black community, especially African-American men. So this is one of those ways that we think will make a really big impact over the long run. We've uh, taken away all the excuses for people to show up. Uh, it's free. Uh, it's going to be at Morehouse School of Medicine. It's going to be on March the 21st. There is health screening, screenings associated with it, um, and uh, you'll have a good time with it. You don't have to run. It's really a walk, so you don't have to be a runner. You just have to show up, be proactive about your health, and you don't have to pay a dime, and it's just a great way to support each other. You don't even have to be a man. I think you can just uh, you know, bring, bring a person that needs to start thinking about being more proactive about their health, so support that, if you will, guys. It's going to be great. But it's coming straight from the doctor. Yeah, and, and just to be clear, if you want to run, they do have a time division if you want to run. And, you know, I know some of our competitive guys out there. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm thinking about, like, I can call some names. But <laughs> so, um, but no, this is going to be a great event. Again, Morehouse School of Medicine. Uh, the race will have a table there. And we'll be taking registrations, particularly for men um, that need to get signed up for the race. And free kids uh, pavilion. So, yes. you know, bring your whole family out. Set set the tone. You know, it's time for us. We as men, we gotta gotta set the tone for the next free generation. health screenings. Free, yep. free, free. That's the operative thing. So you can do something for yourself, and it won't cost you anything but a little bit of time. That's mm -hmm. right. All right, and then Tess and Shanta will be heading to the Selma to Montgomery 51-mile relay. Are you speaking in third person? Well, now? I started reading, and then I realized I read <laughs> myself, my set name, but they might not have knew who was talking. Anyway, Shanta Everybody and I will be heading to Selma for the uh, third annual Selma to Montgomery 51-mile relay. This will be my third time participating it is such a fun event. Uh, another uh, black-owned race production company, the Walk, Jog, Run Club, puts on the Civil Rights Race Series and the Selma to Montgomery Relay. Basically, we literally run the Selma to Montgomery March route mm -hmm. from Selma, the church where Martin Luther King assembled everyone, uh, Bloody Sunday, the Evan Pettus Bridge, all that's part of our, I mean, we're literally running on, what is it, Highway 50? can't remember the highway, but on that highway, and we finish on the stairs of the courthouse where they marched 
to um, protest the right, the voting rights. So it's a really, really beautiful experience. They have runners coming from all over the country, forming teams of uh, four to 12. Um, it's not like Ragnar because we're not, it doesn't take that long. It's not an overnight. I mean, you, it's usually one, everyone runs one or two legs. But Ragnar in the sense that you're running one person after that. Everybody's right. not running together. Mm-hmm. So you're accomplishing the 51 miles as a team. And then they have a bike ride, too. So we will be down there. Um, the race will have a table at the expo on Friday. We'll be out there. Our team is the t- uh, race team excellence. Uh, I think we've got two spots left on our team. Looking for a couple of um, males. You can be from anywhere in the country. Um we just ask that you wear the race gear and are a fun person to be in a van with for eight, nine hours. Wear deodorant. Wear deodorant. <laughs> or cocoa and shea butter. Cocoa and shea butter. <laughs> All right. So, y'all, we got a lot of work to do. Yep. It's going to be a fun year planning, uh, prepping for the race. Uh, we'll come back to you in the coming months. You'll start getting your race record email. So make sure you read your emails in between time. But if you're a type of person that likes to listen, the race podcast is here for you. Um, in wherever you're listening to this, there should be somewhere to comment or ask questions. But you can always email us at info at the race for a quick answer to your questions. If you hit us up on our social media platforms, there's usually someone monitoring those. But this is for you to ask questions, be excited and most importantly, spread the word. Challenge us, grow us. And, you know, make this race the the target race for your goals and your awareness all throughout the year. All right. All right. Anybody else got anything to say? No. All right. Good job, guys. Thank you, guys. Great.